Welcome to Posture and Poise. I personally had to regain my posture before I could be poised. Today's topic is my inability to date. My inability to date. Please remember, I am learning while I am sharing. My inability to date, and this is personal to me, I am going to generalize it um, somewhat and leave room for you to apply to yourself and to your life. My inability to date comes from where I am now in my life, my position that I have taken as it relates to a mate, um, friends, and potential spouses. I have been married and divorced. I have also had what I would consider a short-term relationship. It lasted six years. What I have learned about dating is sometimes dating is short-lived and it's not short-lived because it has anything to do with you. People have their mind made up as to what they are looking for and what they want in their life. And sometimes a relationship is not what they want. All they want is sometimes, at times, uh, a friends with benefit package, just a friend. Uh, They just need to get back up on their feet. They want somebody to hang out with, similar to a companion. They want to be able to go on trips and they want to have someone to go with, whatever their reason. So years ago, I met a gentleman. He said, Monica, if you really want to know if a man would like to spend time with you um, and it lead to a relationship, just out of the blue one day, ask ask the man what do you want from me what do you want and he said then you'll find out the truth so some years later I'm not going to tell you that I tried that yet I did start paying attention to red and white flags and I had decided I was going to be I would say uh, the dominant one (laughs) because I made sure I held the cards, I made sure I controlled the situation, and I did have a relationship with a gentleman, whereas I was not interested in a relationship. I controlled everything about the relationship. Um, the friendship, I should say, it, wasn't, it was not a relationship. Um, so, and I made sure I paid for everything, which was not much. I'm talking about our lunch dates, um, the fact that we stayed at a hotel, and and thank God I did that. I'll tell you why. (laughs) This is very interesting. Um, Thank God I did that. So he asked me one day, he said, don't you have a house? I said, yes. He said, but you never invite me over. I said, no. He said, why not? So I let him know that I had kids, which was the truth. And strange men, meaning a a stranger, 
I don't bring home unless I know it's serious or it's going to last longer than six months to a year. So again, I control the, the situation. And likewise, whenever I dated, I made sure I controlled the situation and the man never came home. Now I had uh, like one, two, three male friends that were just friends, no benefits, nothing like that. They would stop by, we chit chat in the kitchen. So they would meet up with, you know, they get to meet my kids or whatever. But that wasn't anything like what I'm talking about when you're actually being intimate with someone. So likewise, I continued with that same sort of behavior from uh, 2002, I want to say. No, I met, I'm trying to make sure I get these dates right. I met a gentleman in 02, and that relationship lasts till 08. We had about three to four breakups during the six years. We also, right, so after 08, from 2008 until present day, I have basically maintained a steady single lifestyle with ultimate control. (laughs) And I'm serious. I I don't, don't leave your socks. When my kids went to their dads and I had company, I would tell, don't leave your shoes here. Don't leave your socks. Leave nothing behind. Um, no, I didn't. I didn't request things from from you know the the male. Uh, I don't even know associate. I'll call them. Um, I made sure, and my thing was, I don't like to spread myself thin. So I had a steady eddy. I made sure I kept a steady eddy. You know what a steady eddy is, right? It's one of them little black book guys you can call when you just want to have a little uh, personal time with them. You know what I mean? Have a little benefit and, and move on. You go ahead to work. You go you go out to dinner on your own. I took my day trips. I took vacations by myself like that. That's what a steady Eddie is. I, I didn't even want to invite him to the vacation. That's how it goes. So, uh, right, right. And the reason I did that, because a lot of times men will, will sweet talk you, slow walk you, and act like they want to be with you. And then three to six months later, it's over. I mean, y'all know the drill. It, it doesn't matter what it sound like or what it looked like, right? What you need to know is once you have taken control of the situation and you let a person know they can't come to your house, they know that you're not the average chick that's going to have all kinds of men hanging out in your house, around your kids. Um, they, they coming over to have dinner. They not contributing nothing to the food bill. You know, who wants that? That gets old very fast. I, I want to, when you're a woman, like the woman that I was, working the way I worked mind you I worked 84 hours a week so I hardly had time to play the kind of games that men like to play and I'm being serious you know what I'm talking about you know the kind of games that men like to play so um I made sure 
that at all times, I was the one in the driver's seat in the situation. And it was easier for me with my work schedule. Um, it was hard to commit. I used to meet people during those years between 08 and present day. I would meet guys and I would tell them, look, I work 84 hours a week, 84. And right then and there, most men, their response was, uh, so you don't have time for a relationship. You don't have time for a man in your life. And what do you need? I used to have two cars for many years, two cars at a time. I had a car and a truck for many years. Um, a lot of guys used to ask me questions like, and I guess that left room for where I ended up in my life with people playing on me, you know, and coming into my life to set me up. Because I had a black man ask me, so is that your man's truck? I'm like, um, no, this was at a time men had 24 inch rims and 26 inch rims on their, on their vehicles. And I had 22s. So you know that's a chick truck. You know what I mean? So these guys, they, they just want to be smart and get in your business. And, and by the way, my vehicles, even now, my, my little Nissan kicks, it's a wonderful car, by the way. And it's been good to me. But I keep my cars clean on the inside. I don't do a lot of eating in my cars. Trust me, whoever get my cars when I'm finished with it, they get a really great car, not just a good car. So I kept my car kind of like a dude keeps his car. And most men now, they keep a dirty car. So, you know, they, uh, can I say that on here? Maybe I just hit the explicit thing. But you know their balls stink when their car dirty. You know what I'm saying? How you got a dirty car and, and, you're, and you're a man and you don't care about cleaning out the interior of your car. You don't wipe off your dash. You got gook, and I have a son that does that, and I'm like, oh my God, like, I can't believe you grew up with me. You watched me wash my car, clean my interior. He talked about, I got a job, I work. So sometimes I used to clean out the inside of his car for him and keep it real nice. And he would thank me and say I did such a wonderful job. And at the same time, he would never keep it up. <laughs> so you can't say that that's how you was raised you know what I mean um, I, I didn't raise them like that so now I have child number two who used to keep his car really clean and now he has a dirty car too and I bet both their balls stink that's what I'm telling you and he's going to listen to this because I sent it to him and I'm glad he'll get he'll understand what I'm saying and he'll say well mom can you help clean my car since I work so much so anyway, getting to the point, when it comes to a relationship, you have to make sure, even if you have nothing to bring to the table, be willing to submit. So what do I mean by that? I mean, offer to do things for the person. Once you get to know someone, be thoughtful. What I used to do, one time when I had an issue with my finances, there was no way I could do anything special for the guy that I was with. So what I did, when I 
had a little extra money after I did what I needed to do for my home and my kids and buy what I needed to buy for the house, I offered to take him out to lunch and not dinner. What's the two things you know about lunch? It's before 6 p.m., number one, and two, it's inexpensive, depending on where you go. So even if you go to a really nice restaurant for lunch, it's still not as expensive as a $100 to $150 dinner at the same restaurant, right? And it's just a nice gesture just to let the person know that you care. Um, in my case, the gentleman said to me, Monty, I don't want you spending all your money up on me. It's okay, I'll pay for it. And I let the gentleman know, you are always paying for it. No matter, he went out with his friends, he took his kids out, whoever he went out with, his business partner, he was always paying for the meals, right? So here I am with less than what he had, and I paid for the lunch, right? So you do little things like that, and it shows the person that you actually really do care and that you're not inconsiderate when it comes because trust me you may think that a really rich person or a person that's well to do and can care for themselves don't take that into consideration it's like look he can afford a million lunches yet it is the gesture that means more than his ability to afford it it's the fact that he knows that you actually care and that you're concerned about how he spends his money, even though he has plenty of it, right? So it's not really your ability to be slick. It's, it's you letting the person know who you are. You letting them know that, hey, I'm doing what I need to do to take care of myself. And if I want more, I will work harder. And that will get you to right, land you with the right man at the right time. Why it is, why it is I do not date now? I do not date because I have so much other stuff going on. It would not be fair to someone else if I'm just going out, hanging out with them, having a great time, um, and I'm not going to let them in. Sometimes people hang out with you, you have a great time with them, and they want to get closer to you. And right now, I cannot allow no one to get that close to me. No one. And it has everything to do with what I have going on in my life, how busy I am, children, grandchildren, I mean grown kids. I'm talking about grown kids. Sometimes before you date to you, to the women out there, you have grown kids. I met a man before he told me every time he went to see his lady friend, her grown son was laying up in the bed watching TV and when it was time to fall asleep, it was bedtime, she, he had to tell her to excuse her grown son out the room, out the bed. I mean, I don't understand. I don't know how to respond to something like that, but I'm sure it happens a lot. There's a lot of mama's boys out here. Um, my kids, when they were kids, they used to lay across the bottom of my bed sometimes. Early on, they slept with me. Um, thank God my ex-husband called me up one day. He said, Monica, are those boys still sleeping in your bed? And I said, sometimes. And at this time, they between 9 and 12, you know? And he said, I want you to stop the kids from sleeping in your bed. <laughs> he told me to stop it, you know? 
And I did. Or I didn't just come out and tell them. What I started doing, I started sleeping down in the family room with them or hanging out down there with them. And, you know, we would make a pallet on the floor, you know, where you put like two, three blankets down and you just chill out and I would put the fireplace on and it was like family time in the family room. And for years that went on. And even when my kids first had kids, when I had my first grandson and my first granddaughter, um, it was still going on. They would come in town and everybody, my son, his friends, the grandkids would all crash downstairs in the family room. And it was like a traditional thing. And I can't wait to get back to those days and those times. Make sure you get yourself together before you date. Why do I say that? Because number one, you would be, um, we talked about in the last episode, episode number three, we spoke about displaced anger. You would be less angry, more accepting. Um, You would be more courteous if the man has other kids or something he needs to do. If he has a job, you would not feel abandoned by him if you have your life together mentally, physically, and financially, then you would be a better uh, catch. You would be a better asset for a man no matter where he is in his life. And even if he doesn't have much, you would be better at equipping equipping, equipping excuse me, yourself and the gentleman to do more and to be better, do better, get better. And sometimes it's, it's I'm not encouraging people to just date people who have something I'm letting you know that you never know your perfect spouse perfect mate uh, a really great date could be someone who doesn't really have that much right and you can usually see a man's potential you cannot ask a man what do you want to do you just have to be observant of him You have to pay attention to his body language when you talk to him. And he will let you know the type of man that he is. If he's lazy, if he's trying, if he's willing. Invite him to places that, like here in the state of Maryland, we have free museums. Invite him somewhere free and see how he responds and reacts. And make sure that you're very observant of the man because you never know. Your next thousandaire, millionaire could be someone who really do not have much currently. So I'm going to leave you with that. I will be coming back with um, exclusive episodes real soon, starting in December. So until then, we will, excuse me, we will get there one episode, one heart, one body, one mind, one spirit, one soul, one word at a time. Until the sun sets the day before the building open its doors, we are still building up to the building by having good posture and being more poised. Thank you.